Welcome to The Influenced Podcast. I'm Ella Dace, and after riding a workplace roller coaster, I was able to find my strength and motivation starting Ella Mazur Creative, a social media agency that coaches and manages businesses all over the world to take their Instagram to the next level. talk to you about the power of influence, how we learn from some and give to others. Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Influenced Podcast. I'm Ella, a social media manager and coach, and today I'm joined by one of my favorite women in business, Elsa Mitchell. And you would have heard her on my podcast, hopefully, many times. And if you haven't, go back and watch those episodes because they're probably the best ones that I have out there. (laughs) Back by popular demand, you might say. (laughs) It's just always so good having you on the podcast. Look, I aim to please, Ella. I aim to please. (laughs) Give the people what they want, you know. (laughs) Exactly. And the last one was just so funny um, and it it went really well, so... I always really appreciate your edits that you do on these podcasts and I'm like, oh my God, I can't believe I actually said all that stuff. (laughs) I don't know how that shit just spews out of me. It just happens naturally and then you forget. (laughs) Yep, yep. Thank thank you for having me again. I love coming on your podcast. I always get so much good feedback from your listeners, so... Yeah, I always feel like you get lots of leads, which is great. Exactly the whole purpose of the podcast, right? I do get leads from your podcast. I've actually got a few clients from your podcast, actually, and I'm like, oh, yeah, it's special. Yes, it's nice that people actually listen and then they go and check out the people that I'm talking to, which is nice. It is nice. Yeah, it's nice to know that, you know, you're not scaring everybody off. Yes. (laughs) If someone is listening and they haven't heard of you or listened to one of our podcasts before, can you just do a quick little intro, please? My name is Elsa Mitchell. My friends call me Queen Elsa. No, just kidding. Um, (laughs) And I am a business mentor and coach and have been for a little while, but also have owned multiple different businesses uh, prior to that for many years, for about 15 years. So I kind of pride myself on the fact that I've had different businesses and that I have lived experience to share with my clients. So I work with people all over the world. I love that I can say that. Um, one-to-one, helping them with their businesses, grow their businesses, um, or in a group coaching format. And I am very, very big, um, on foundations and teaching people how to lay the right foundations in their business. So Mm. um, whilst a lot of coaches and mentors are cheerleaders and you can do it and mindset and all that, which I also do, um, I have a very strong like practical kind of you need to learn your SEO and you need to have the right email marketing strategy and you've got to have a good social media platform and blah, 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 all those little things. So I'm very big on teaching people and guiding people to get those right foundations in place as well as the whole, um, sorry, that was my email just pinged, (laughs) as well as the whole. It's Forbes um, again. It's Forbes calling. uh, As well as the mindset stuff and the getting the clarity and being the cheerleader. So 
that's a bit about me. I love speaking. I'm a farm girl. I love to travel to rural and remote Australia. And, yeah, I could talk about myself for days, so why don't we just leave it there? (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Well, in today's episode, I really wanted to chat to you about some other marketing trends to focus on this year. I've covered a lot of social, so we don't need to focus on Instagram, but I know that you work a lot with your clients on setting up, like you said, SEO, blogs, real life, like in-person events. The one that I went to of yours last year that was so beautiful just before your 40th. Yes. Yes. The next one, actually, that was really well received. That was the Inspiring Women, which was more about just people sharing their stories uh, as opposed to, uh, you know, Mm. giving a – sales pitch or trying to sell themselves it was a really beautiful event people responded to that really well I love that I'm gonna have to do another one I really like listening to people's stories so it was really nice to come to an event that was different that wasn't like make sure you buy now oh there was absolutely zero of that it was just all about you know, the people were crying. It was so amazing because so many people have amazing stories. And what was amazing that came out of that event was I've had other women that I really look up to or admire in terms of a business perspective say, oh, can I pitch myself for that your next event? I actually have this story where I have had really bad endometriosis and I've lost lots of pregnancies and um, I'd love to share that to, you know, just shed light on that stuff. And I was like, wow, like everybody yeah. kind of has a story. So that's what my podcast is. I love the, the stories, people's nitty gritty mm. stories. I find it really inspiring. Um, yeah. And, you know, I've got my own <laughs> shit show I like to share with the world <laughs> just to prove that you can get out of bed every day when things are a bit rough. Yes. You definitely do. I feel like you are a huge inspiration to so many women in business because if someone's had a rough time, it's definitely you. Yeah, thank you. Um, (laughs) I have had definitely, and and the other thing as well, this is not what we plan to talk about today, but um, the one thing I've noticed which I love is that a lot of people, and I felt this way when I was going through a really, really rough time, a lot of people feel like, you want to be authentic and you want to sort of share what's going on with you in your Mm. life. But Mm -hmm. by the same token, there's a fine line, right? Because you don't want people to think you're an absolute shit show and you're crazy. Mm. And maybe that might put people off working with you. Like I was very mindful of that when I was going through the worst time of my life. I was like, oh, I want people to be, I want to be authentic and honest, but I'm also, I don't want people to think, oh, well, she's clearly nuts and has way much, too much going on. I'm not working with her. Um, yeah. So there's that. And that's a common thing I found speaking to women about this kind of thing as well. It's scary. Yeah. I was actually having this conversation with a friend the other day. And at the moment, I've noticed that a lot of people sort of use social media as their outlet for grief or as their outlet for whatever it is that they're going through rather than just letting themselves go through it. And I feel like really you come back to social media and you share after, right? Like you don't share while you're in the thick of it, in the midst of it. Yeah, uh, that's another one that you walk a fine line too because I don't want to like 
the crying, <laughs> that's not for me. Like mm-hmm. what I look at other people, I'm like, wow, that's great that you can be that vulnerable. But for me, I'm like, not a chance in hell will you yeah. see me <laughs> crying and filming it. I find it quite, yeah, I don't know. Um, I agree though. Like the last thing I want to do when I'm crying is pick up my phone. Wouldn't even occur to me. Yeah. Like wouldn't even occur to me because usually yeah. if I'm crying and I'm having an epic meltdown, it's like it's not Turn pretty. my phone off. <laughs> <laughs> not that, you know, I, I, it, it's hard because some things are private, right, and this is actually going to be a great segue into what I know that we were going to talk about. Mm. I have always, 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 and, and I don't think there's any set rules. It's like you do you, you know what I mean, like, what my morals are and what I consider as private is fair and other people, like it's it's up to you and you want to share. But I just think that things like talking about money, I have never felt comfortable spruiking about how much money I make. I still don't. And I look at other people online, and this is exactly probably what we were going to lead into, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I earned $55,000 this week and I only worked for four hours. Come with me and I'll show you how you can do it too. (laughs) I'm twitching as we talk about this. I've never felt comfortable. I just think how much money I have and how much money I earn is private. Um, I find it super weird to be Mm -hmm. talking about how much money I make or my business makes. And even saying this right now, it makes me deeply uncomfortable, but I have had seven-figure businesses. I have comfortably, for over a decade, paid myself a very nice six-figure wage, only working two to three days a week, but, 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 there was a lot that happened before that to get me to that stage. Yeah. I don't use it as part of my sales tactic. I could. I just can't physically do it. I don't know if it's just the way I was brought up, where money is not something you go talking about. Um, I don't think there's anything wrong with the fact that I choose to keep that part of my life private. Mm. I find it actually quite odd. (laughs) I agree. And, like, I have rarely spoken about how much I personally make. Rather, I, I always celebrate my clients' results and I amplify my clients' results rather than, this is how much I made this week because my marketing message is about your content strategy and it's not about this is how much you're going to make because everybody's journey is different, especially with the industry that I'm working in on Instagram. We could have exactly the same strategy and get completely different results. So I can't be promising that you're going to make this much money because I don't know if you're actually going to put in the work, right? Like you could sign up to this program where someone's promising that you're going to make $100,000 in this in a month, but they're not going to give you a timeline of how long it's going to take you to get to that $100,000 a month. It could take you five years of implementing their strategy. It's not going to be overnight. Yes, yes, yes. And I'm going to say something. (laughs) (laughs) controversial okay (laughs) uh people lie people lie people lie all the fucking time they lie people lie about how much money they earned I mean it's very easy to go okay 
I'm doing $55,000 a month, okay? Let's just say that's what they've, that I decide to say. Well, did I actually get paid $55,000 or did I sign on 20 clients that over a year will pay me $55,000 in installments? Was it profit? Was it an influx of one-off payments from something? Like there's so much more to it. And it's like when I um, I owned a hair salon 15 years, I had a huge, not a huge, I had a really engaged, good following. I could run in Facebook and Meta, Meta as it's called now, ads all the time and convert 20 new clients in that would be, you know, I don't know, I could have started running ads saying, hey, follow my strategy for running this ad. I did a $50 ad and I made $10,000 in sales. But... My business had been around forever. I had worked Mm. my ass off forever. I had, you know, like there's so much more to the story. Yeah. And people freaking lie. And I just cannot get clear enough about that. Um, And it's hard to believe, but they do. And I see so many people out there that have really big social media followings and they're running courses and speaking at events. And I know for sure they haven't got any money. Their business isn't profitable. Oh, man. And I'm so gullible too. I will literally believe anything that someone tells me, <laughs> mainly Bart. And I, I believe everything that he says to me. But online, it's just so easy to read something and be like, cool, yeah, I do want to sign up to that. I do want to make that much. And, like, I find myself drawn to coaches like that as well. That Of course we are. Yeah. But it also plants the perception that you can have this life, and I'm not saying you can't, I'm just saying, you know, I'd like to see, <laughs> I'd like <laughs> to see that you can. But yeah, anybody can just work four hours a week and earn a shit ton of money. And I think that culture and that message that is so prominent online is really misleading and actually something I've been thinking a lot about lately, possibly for my next Forbes article, um, (laughs) is what happened to false advertising? Like is it no longer a thing? Because once upon a time you just couldn't go around talking shit like that and now it's like anyone can say whatever the hell they want and no one questions it because yeah. we all. I think there's this. I think people don't want to work anymore, right? Yeah, they people don't. Don't want to put in the hard work, and I see it time and time again. And I don't think that's healthy. I don't yeah. think it's healthy to be out there spruiking. It's so easy, and you don't have to do any work, and you can sit at your desk and be super rich. Not saying it doesn't happen. I'm you just manifest it, don't you? People, yeah. <laughs> like I'm sure it happens, but it's like one in a million. It's yeah. not the norm. And it doesn't just happen with you doing nothing. You have to do a lot in order for you to do nothing. Correct. And I get really, really mad when I see people doing that and saying that and they don't have kids. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I guess let's let's lead into this trend so that um 
it can tie into what we're talking about. But essentially the first marketing trend that I think people need to stop doing is using their income as their main marketing message, which just ties it in really, really nicely. Yes. So you want to be known for your thought leadership, your expertise, your experience, not your sales. Yeah. I mean, as as a business coach and mentor, of course I want my clients to get rich. Of course I'm going to put my heart and soul into them making money. Mm. I'm not going to go, oh, come work with me and we'll have a fun time, which (laughs) we most definitely will. Yeah. Of course I want you to succeed. Um, I just, it's just not my style and I've, you know, it's even I get trapped into looking what other people in my in- industry do and I look and I go, oh, well, they seem to be killing it. Maybe maybe I should. And I'm like, no, I just can't physically do it. Yeah. It's just not who I am. And I actually went through over the Christmas period and I was having a look at like, I think I messaged you and you're like, oh, my God, don't do that. I was like having a look <laughs> at who's unfollowed me. Yeah, on, don't. Yeah. And I was like, oh. I noticed a trend that it was people, other business coaches and mentors, and I was like, oh, I know why. It's because I'm constantly spruiking that I think that stuff is bullshit and I've clearly offended them. (laughs) And I'll probably offend a heap more in this podcast, but this is just my opinion. If it's working for you, by all means, whatever. (laughs) Keep doing it. It just doesn't align with me. I've even seen coaches on Instagram that used to talk about how much they're making and show their Stripe screenshots and everything. And now they're like, why you shouldn't sign up to a coach that just shows you Stripe screenshots? Yeah, right. So I've come full circle. They probably just paid 50 grand into their own Stripe account and took a photo of it. No, (laughs) (laughs) I'm joking. I'm kidding. I'm pretty sure you can just Google Stripe yeah. screenshots. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yeah. But I'm sure that there's many people that are making good money and you're in an industry where it's relevant. But for many industries, it's not relevant how much you make, right? And all of a sudden, all these people that have had successful businesses in a completely di- different industry are now business coaches because they've had some really big months in Uh business and that qualifies them to then coach them instead of building this incredible business. Yeah, and I never wanted to be a business coach. I find it a really murky, (laughs) um, a lot of snake charmer tactics. It's a bit of a sleazy industry and I kind of really – didn't want to step into that position because I it wasn't an industry I felt proud to be in. So I was like, mm. there is so much bullshit in this, what I do. Uh, but <laughs> inorganically, my path, here I am. And one day I kind of went, this is what I am now. I'm a business coach and mentor and I need to embrace that because it is essentially what I do. But I have noticed with what I do, there is a million different versions of business mm. coaches and mentors. I see people that are literally just cheerleaders mm-hmm. mindset, you know. I think of probably they're more life coaches. Um, there are people that are more foundations and bookkeeping and that's which is not really my thing. 
Um, there's so many different versions of people in my industry doing what they're doing. But it's not just my industry that's making those claims, Ella. Yeah. It's yours. Yeah. <laughs> it's very much the online space. Definitely. Yeah. I've, yeah. I've seen so many social media managers turn to business coaches. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. It's very, yeah, um, virtual assistants that become mm-hmm. business coaches, yeah. Um, yeah, and I didn't plan to, but here I am. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I do. I do a lot of coaching, but it's not so much business coaching unless it's for other social media managers then I feel like I am coaching because I'm showing them how to set up their business as a social media manager Mm. which makes sense right because they want they want the shortcut and I'm happy to give it to them um but I'm not gonna be like this is how to set up your business from scratch I'm more talking like I'm more doing coaching on content and content strategy content creation your marketing not your profit and loss. Yeah. Your structure. So um, one marketing trend to stop doing is using mm-hmm. your income as a sales tactics. Mm-hmm. So that's number one. Yeah. Next. Two. <laughs> <laughs> if anyone's still listening at this point. <laughs> oh, gosh. I think it's interesting, though, because I've really seen that this trend everywhere. And I don't know if it's just because I have a few coaches that I follow. And so like a lot of my explore page is how to get your first 100K month in under 100 days. This is the kind of content that keeps popping up for me. And what happens when people don't? Yeah. Do they get a refund? No, because they'll be like, well, you didn't do the work or you didn't do it exactly how I said or you didn't do this, you know. I do work with a lot of um, clients though, or not a lot, but I've just noticed the last few months – my coaching clients, a couple of them were like, I, I'm sorry, I haven't done the work. I still really want to work with you, but I haven't done it. And it's just lots of excuses. And I have to call them out and be like, why are you paying me to be your coach if you're not going to do the things? Yeah. Yeah. I can't do it for you. A, I always I like to say you it's can lead the horse to water, but you can't force it to drink. Yeah. So what, what else do you think people should focus on this year in their marketing? I think people should focus on being willing to do what others are not willing to do. And you some examples? Well, I don't want to brag, but... <laughs> <laughs> Yesterday I had an article on Forbes published and it was called Don't Ask, You Don't Get and uh, something about old school, old-fashioned values still have a place in business. Mm -hmm. And it kind of, in my witty way, delved into like the clients I have that are pounding the pavement, they've got a product, they're out there, they're on the street, they're walking into places, they're asking people. Um those are the ones that I'm seeing do really well because we can't just sit back and let social media do all the work for us. Yeah. It needs to be more than that. Mm-hmm. And that's hard, right? Because some people have they've got a lot of blockages they need to work through. They're introverted. They're scared. Imposter syndrome. It's terrifying to put yourself out there. 
Um, but I'm a huge believer in asking for things and thinking outside the box and being prepared to do things a little differently and maybe a little bit more conventionally, you know, like for me, what's worked really well is that the last few years I've been willing to fly to Broome, to Kununurra, to Darwin, to Catherine, um, to Port Hedland, <laughs> to all these really rural and regional places, uh, which to me was, you know, a bit of a roll of the dice, you know, in terms of investment. But I think, well, I could spend thousands of dollars on meta ads or I could spend a couple of thousand dollars on getting on a plane, going to a town, meeting people face-to-face, running uh, workshops, building connections, which has worked. I've started, you know, forged a lot of connections with different government-funded agencies, even some big mining companies. You'd be shocked at what they invest into towns for the small businesses and they're things I didn't even think of and that organically has you know had a knock-on effect no one else has been willing to do that and probably if you're listening to this now like stay out there my towns no I'm joking (laughs) (laughs) I'm totally joking there's enough for everybody Uh, I think it's really Looking beyond, I'm a big believer in digital marketing, obviously, Ella. Um, That's why we keep coming on this podcast. But there are other ways. Ask, build connections. Do you know what I mean? Show up to things. Think about, okay, what could I do? Could I host an event, go to an event? Are there government-funded programs I could become a part of? Um, And the other thing that I've thought about in the last few days is and I'm actually going to post this on Instagram today, (laughs) I think I've got it written out, ready to go, is that I think sometimes if you're new, right, and you're starting out and you're like, I'm just not getting clients, I'm posting, posting, posting on Instagram, doing all the things Ella's told me and it's not working. Sometimes you just need those first ones and confidence is one of my words for this year. So if you need to get confident, again, I'm going to say something controversial, how about work for free for a little bit? How about if you're in doing life coaching, how about you practice on some friends for free until you start to feel confident? That's it. How about if you're a nutritionist, you run some free webinars or you run some free live events and you show up for free to build your confidence? Didn't I do some work for you for for almost for free (laughs) in the beginning? Exactly. So Mm. I think if you've got to be... If you're really imposter syndrome and you're really lacking confidence, practice on people, do things. You don't, I'm not saying you should do that forever, but just yeah. do that until you can get comfortable and confident. And get some feedback as well so you can improve, do better and Yes. And I'm not that. saying, I saw something on Mindset today or yesterday that uh, there was someone saying, oh, well, you know, people freak out and then you do things you don't want to do and then you discount your services. I get that. But I'm just saying quiet, you can quietly do mm. these things. Um, and obviously lots of these things are great lead magnets. You do a free webinar, you segue them into your big product. You know, it's you're not completely compromising your value. Yeah, I agree. Or even if you just charge a very, very small amount just for your time. The biggest, most successful everything's do these small low-hanging fruit 
yeah. low ticket items to mm-hmm. lead into bigger purchases. It's called funnels. Funnels. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, my, that's how my funnels are set up. I yeah. have free so lead magnets. Consider it as a lead magnet. Consider it as, you know, do a YouTube recording uh, recording on Zoom that's a free 30-minute. I've just done one. Um, it's a 30-minute, you know, goal setting for the year. I just do it on my Zoom at home exactly how you see me now, upload it onto YouTube unlisted and I don't edit it, I don't make it fancy, and I send it out to my people. And I think, sure, they'll fall in love with me and they'll want to come and work with me. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. I have a new freebie out for the year, which is which is good because it's evergreen for the whole year. Amazing. Because it's all about 2023 key dates for your marketing for, for content. So I can I can, like, why I created that is so that I could talk about it consistently throughout the whole year. Mm as well as create other ones. But then it will that leads into my free webinar, which yeah. then leads into the course, which then leads into other yes. things. Yes, correct. Yeah, mine wasn't that smart. I just went with the whole this is just going to be like a planning for the start of the year. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, you know, it's still good. <laughs> yeah. So we have don't use your income as your main marketing message, do things outside the box that people aren't willing to do. Can you give us one more? One more. Do things outside the box. Are we, okay. I think that this ties in a little bit with the other one, but there's so much opportunity out there for, hate the word collaboration but and partnerships and to be featured and we stress and worry so much about our own content for our own platforms but we really need to be tapping into a bigger audience okay Mm -hmm. so yes I have started to get a monthly publication on Forbes this was a huge deal for me um yeah massive massive yeah (laughs) very exciting so (laughs) And you kind of go, oh, my gosh, I can't believe they agreed to this. There's so many people out there. We're all looking for collaboration or partnerships. We're all looking for content. People don't come together to help each other enough, you know. Like it's like I'm constantly saying to my clients, well, why don't you write an article for her website? She could write an article for your website and you tap into each other's markets, you know. Um we should be looking to get our content seen on other platforms and other people's platforms. So yeah. by that I mean submit articles, submit them everywhere. Like literally on Google you can put in, uh, say you're in the beauty, beauty industry, you can write beauty and then you put the square brackets and in the square brackets you put write for us and it will pop up with all the online beauty publications that are looking for people to submit articles. This is amazing for growing your presence and getting backlinks and being seen online and popping up in the search engines. You can do the same for being featured on podcasts, for speaking at events. So I think we need to look beyond our own platforms and be constantly looking for opportunities to be featured in other people's marketing and platforms. There are so many online publications where you can be featured. There are so many podcasts that you can be featured on. There's a lot. So I think, again, this is a bit, look, looking beyond your own backyard, 
And if you do do that and you start approaching people, be really personable if you're going to message Mm. someone on Instagram and say, oh, my gosh, love your podcast, I'd love to be featured, make sure you're following them first. Mm. (laughs) Like... That irritates me when people I get those messages. I'm like, you don't even follow me. <laughs> um, yeah. I'm going to be supportive of people that support my business and me. So be personable. I know when I reached out to Forbes, I was in a really grumpy mood and I was like feeling a bit bitchy and I was just like, you know what, this is who I am. This is what I want. I've written this. What do you think? And she was like, yeah, I love it. I'll send you through an agreement. <laughs> I was like, ooh. <laughs> Because you were probably in that like, well, fuck it, I'm just going to do it. Yeah, I was in a real like, I don't know, sassy kind of yeah. no fucks given kind of mood. It's and good. It, it just worked. Um, will it work for everybody? Like maybe not, but. Yes, yeah, sign up to the program because it's going to definitely work for everyone. <laughs> <laughs> and you'll have six figures in three days. <laughs> oh, very funny. Um, so, yeah, that's my third one. Look beyond your own backyard. Look in other people's backyards. And I think that can be hard to do when you're so, like, focused in on, say, doing your content, posting on Facebook, doing, like, if you're doing a weekly newsletter and just, like, you're stuck in this hamster wheel of just trying to be consistent and then if you're not doing, like, if you're not getting the results that you want, it can be really hard to be like, what else can I do? Mm -hmm. Where else can I look instead of just sitting and waiting for it to come to you? Yeah, I'm a pretty big believer, which is interesting because my human design is manifesting generator, which usually means waiting for things to come to oh, me. That's what I was going to do. I was going to book in with Kat. Yes. I'll do that today. I'll do that today. That's yeah. <laughs> amazing. <laughs> um, yeah, but I do believe you can't sit and wait for opportunity to come to you. Yeah. You've got to create your own opportunities. Yeah. You can make new relationships you can reach out to people you can show up to things it takes time it's a long game it is a long long game it takes time uh and And work (laughs) and work yeah um but yes I think you've got to put yourself out there and you've got to pursue things yourself and get a bit proactive and yeah forge relationships so that you can go snooping around in other people's backyards and have them <laughs> feature you and work with you. Oh, yeah, I really like those tips. And um, if you're listening and you're in Perth, then make sure that you stay tuned to both of our socials because we will be doing another workshop in person after the baby's born. I was about to say, yeah. If Obviously not the before. babysitter along <laughs> Well, Lana, Lana was saying that she wants me to bring the baby and she wants to hold the baby, so we've already got volunteers for that. Perfect, perfect. <gasps> it should be a good little asset to our workshop, wanting to be getting people to come along. <laughs> should be. Yeah, we're not going to use our incomes to sell tickets. We're just going to use, use baby. Our, our baby. It's <laughs> <laughs> fair. It's a connection. <laughs> yeah, correct connection and behind the scenes make the team. <laughs> Absolutely. That's the fourth trend for the year. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, they were they were all really good and I feel like they resonate. They will resonate a lot with the with um people that are listening because 
I think people are really sick of seeing this is how much I've made, this is how much I've made, come work for me or come work with me during my program, et cetera. And you know what, Ella, if anyone wants to prove me wrong and go, you know what, this is what I did or this is my story, like all memes, come and find me because I would love to hear it. Mm. But there are some people that are legit and, you know, I've no, worked 100%. with coach. There are coaches out there that I've worked with that are incredible at what they do, but also I think they have noticed that people are just flaunting Yes. The money stuff and just yeah. hope banking on that to get people in. Yeah. I just go about offering people to be my best friend and that <laughs> usually. I will still rarely, I'll like, I'll talk about it. I'll talk about it rarely, but I'll talk about it from a very different perspective. And usually I'll talk about how much clients will make from my programs and things like that because it's things that you can easily implement, like mm. your story strategy, your call to actions, things like that that people aren't doing that if they do, you can make a few extra dollars. Yeah. Join my program making. and I'll tell you how. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the link is in the um, show notes. <laughs> how funny. thank you so much for today's chat it was very good it's always nice to talk to you thank you for having me i'll pop all the links to you and if anyone would like to follow elsa or join any of her programs then i'll pop the links in the show notes below come work with me i'm fun (laughs) (laughs) and i won't fill you with bs Okay, thank you so much for listening as well and I will chat to you in my next episode. Bye.